Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Darlene Santor, a.k.a. Coach Dar. And uh, Darlene, you are the founder and CEO of Performance Meets Purpose. You are found on the web at CoachDar.com. That's D-A-R.com. Darlene, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thanks for having me on. Really, really appreciate you taking the time and we could talk together today. For sure. Um, what, should I, what should I be calling you during the uh, conversation? Coach Dar or Darlene? Coach Dar. Coach Star, Coach just calls me. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. That sounds great. Well, um, you are also the author of the new book, The Art of Bouncing Back, Find Your Flow to Thrive at Work and in Life Anytime You're Off Your Game. Boy, isn't that relevant? <laughs> so, uh, so Coach Star, give us an overview of, of, you know, aside from the book, you know, kind of your work um, and your impact in the world. Sure. I'm an occupational therapist by background. And then I specialized in neuro and neuroscience and human behavior. So I did that for many years, working in the hospital, trying to injured patients. And it became a specialty, just helping people bounce back. I did not think this would be my lifelong journey of helping everyone bounce back from adversity, but it was truly an honor because where I started my career was helping people through the most extreme odds. Life has taken a twist for them and, you know, everything's turned upside down. CEOs of companies actors. I was in Connecticut taking care of people. And I say that because where I am today, I ended up starting my own private practice in 2008 in the middle of recession. Mm -hmm. <laughs> However, it was because when everything was falling for people, whether they lost their job, they lost a lot of money, they lost their title, their home. I thought, I know this is difficult, but the work that I do is help people overcome extreme odds worse than this. It feels bad, but we could get over it we could get through it. And that's when I started my practice, mixing science, psychology, human behavior. And it was a passion at that point that I just needed to serve in a different way. And it allowed me to be able to create this practice now where I help from CEOs around the world as their advisor to professional athletes. I'm an NHL, NBA, NFL, all the pro sports. I'm their individual mindset coach that helps them and advises them through the game and through life. So it's been an honor. And then speaking around the country on mindset. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So you've uh, like just on, on your website here, I see, you know, again, you've worked with the Phoenix Suns, um, some other, wait, where can, I can't find the links now. Like where, oh yeah, the Pacers. Um, oh yeah. You've been on NBA radio. Uh, yeah. You, you've worked with, and, and then, then of course there's all the, you know, kind of the, the more corporate brands uh, that, that you've worked with as well. So I, I, I mean, I can't imagine um, you know, how valuable you could be to a professional athlete because professional athletes experience 
frustration and loss and setbacks. Yeah. I always say weekly, but daily. <laughs> you know, it's like that. It just comes with the territory. You are like, yeah, you can be number one in your sport, right? But that doesn't, but you're still gonna, you know, strike out two-thirds of the time, you know, in the in the case of baseball, for example. I mean, you're just it is just like you gotta accept that you gotta be comfortable with loss and you have to be uncomfortable. And it's it's easy, so much easier said than done because I beat myself up a lot. You know, it's like I can have a whole week full of successes, but yet, you know, my brain, not me, my brain uh, will choose to focus on that one disappointment, you know, out of the whole entire week. I and, know. You know, here I am laying in bed at night. I'm like, yeah, thank you brain for bringing that up again. <laughs> uh, you, you're not alone because even the pros go through this too, where they're sitting up, they might've thought about the last shot, you know, the last pass, whatever it may be that they're thinking about it. But what happens is we're there to remind them that it's about how to feel it, recognize it, and then do something about it. Because once we could learn from it and create momentum, now they've moved forward versus getting yeah. stuck in that. And it's the getting stuck for, in business. You could have lost a deal. The presentation didn't go well. How you handled maybe a teammate or an employee or someone around you. And you stir on that and you mull on it over and over. And then it does you no good. What does you well is by learning from it, doing something about it and moving forward. That's why the last chapter of the book is called Turn the Page. Because then there becomes a point where we need to turn the page. Yeah, yeah. So what are some things that we can do? Because I would imagine that th this would probably be a pretty heavily requested uh, tool that we can have, what do we do if despite, like logically, I might say, yeah, logically, does this matter? No, but that doesn't keep me from maybe, um, oh, what do I do? What's that, you know, when you kind of repeat it over and over and over again. Um, oh, perseverating. Rumination, rumination. Yes. That's yes. what my brain loves to do, especially at like midnight, <laughs> you know, when I'm trying to go to sleep. Uh, are there some tools that you can, uh, you know, that you can recommend to help us uh, maybe break some of that? Or is it just, yes. you know, I, I find that what usually happens is my brain's just going to do its thing. I'm going to keep trying to interrupt it. But then, you know, after time, it fades um, you know, just mm -hmm. even a small example, like I was at a restaurant and I, this is how silly this stuff is, right? But, you know, I was at a restaurant and it was really super busy and the waitress was just kind of running around and, um, you know, just kind of dropped off the check. And I'm like, I already had my card in hand. And so I, I quickly kind of put the card in the thing and I, I kind of just like turned around to hand it to her. And I, and I tapped her on the shoulder with the check and I didn't mean to necessarily. Um, but she goes, she looked at me just so offended. She says, sir, did you just hit me with the book? And, 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 and oh, I, I was yeah. like, I, you know, in my personality, I, I way too much of a pleaser, way, I, yeah. I, admittedly so, but that bothered me so much. I mean, I said, no, I'm so sorry. It was an accident. And she didn't, acknowledge that really she just you know wanted to stay stuck in her story uh you know about what had happened but man did you know just again just a small thing you know my brain couldn't mm -hmm. let it go you know i'm, I'm, I'm thinking you know and, and logically i know what's going on 
next day, you know, of course, I'm able to laugh about it. And again, is this is this is not traumatic, but it's just a small example of my brain will like latch on to one small little thing and do its thing. All right. How do I break out of this dumb stuff? <laughs> well, I just want to recognize you're not alone, Josh. You are absolutely not alone on this. And especially when you're empathetic, you you're an empath and you feel things. So it stays with you a little longer. But what you can do next time is when that happens is going ahead. You're thinking about it. You're ruminating on it. I need you to grab a piece of paper mm. and I want you to write down what happened. And then I want you to look at it, exactly what happened, what you're feeling. You know, you might be saying to yourself words that are not, you know, like, I felt like an idiot or I feel so bad or words may be coming out. I want you to start looking at that paper and going, okay, what is truth and what is false? Meaning we start feeding ourselves more and more false information based on the situation. Our brain carries us. Where is it going to go? She's going to think this of me. And it's like, hold on, bring it back. What is truth? Okay. I had the check in my hand. I hit her on the shoulder. She reacted instead of responding. So therefore she has this reaction that probably is not equal to what was happening. So therefore there's probably something going on, which you, you saw that you recognize that might yeah. be some of her emotion at that point based on where sure. she is. However, you apologize. Truth. I apologize. I set you know the record straight on what had happened. And now I need to move forward. So what I'm doing is I'm getting you to kinesthetically write with your hand, um, mentally drop that down on the piece of paper, and then saying to yourself, mind, you can now release this. And anytime it comes back, go back to and interrupt yourself, but hold up, what is truth and what is false? Am I now falsely carrying this on emotionally more than I needed to? Yes. Truth is I made a mistake. I, I made, it was an accident and I need to move forward now. Yeah. Um, and, and I would imagine much more so there's so much more on the line when, you know, a, a player misses the winning, sh you know, the, the game shot, right? The one that it could have absolutely like either won or lost the game, it, it, you know, in the heat of the moment, they choked or something like that. Or, mm -hmm. you know, again, the CEO who, you know, had to make a tough decision and turned yes. out that they picked, you know, they're in hindsight, like, I wish I would have said it differently. I wish have, I would have sure. chosen differently. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yep. And these are big things that, that, you know, I mean, can really lead to bad stuff. Regret. I think regret is like just one of the most, ooh, I mean, it's one of the heaviest emotions. It is. And, you know, just like you said, when they're making some of those big, big decisions that go really sideways for them, what you do is you come alongside them. And that's why the first chapter is called Embrace the Suck of the Book. And I say that that's the military term. But the reason I say that is because when it happens, it truly is where I'm not going to come next to you. You know, you said something as a CEO and now you lost your job because of the th something, something happened or you lost a member of the team based on how something was handled and it was big or the game winning shot. So you sit there and you say, hey, I'm coming alongside you right now. I know this does not feel good. I know this is not ideal. It doesn't feel good. And like the military term, embrace that this sucks right now. And I understand it. However, we are where we are right now. Let's look at reality. Where are we? What can we do from this? What are we going to learn from this? And we start writing on a whiteboard or notes. 
everything that, what are we going to do about this? Because what happens is when the brain realizes that there is a plan, that it's recognized, that there could be strategy to move forward, even if it's going to take a little bit, it goes, oh, okay. Well, this doesn't seem so imminent right now where everything's over because what our brain does is catastrophize. And it means it makes us feel like life is over from this bad example. I'll never come back from it. And I want to remind everyone listening, we have a hundred percent bounce back rate, rate because if you're listening right now, you've bounced back from anything hard that you thought you could never make it back from. We always come back if we're willing to get back up. And where we put a period on a sentence in our life was only intended to be a comma. It was a pause. It was a reflection. It was not the end of the world or your life or the situation. There's always a way forward. Yeah. Um, do you, I would imagine, you know, you have opportunity to work with athletes that are maybe, you know, kind of getting toward the end of their career. And that's unsettling as well. Mm-hmm. They're just like, I just, I'm just not able to do what I used to do. And, you know, I'm kind of mm-hmm. looking at the end of this phase of my life. And that's really unsettling. Very, very much. And it's the identity crisis that's coming. Yeah. And that's really, I have athletes right now in that, and even CEOs. I have CEOs that are about to finish their reign as CEO yeah. and athletes that have had a really good run for decades. And it's saying, okay, it's time to hang it up. And sometimes it's a little easier when you've gone a couple decades than it is five years. And then you think now, what am I supposed to do? I didn't make it as long as I thought either way, either way, what I do with them is I help them remember the gift. So just like there's a scouting card in sports that you get drafted on, I create a scouting card for them of what their gifts are, both CEO and athlete. I want to know all the things that you're gifted in beyond your sport. And you know what? A lot of them haven't had a chance to really dream or think about that. And when they start writing it down, they realize they have more to give than just being an athlete. And they are more than an athlete. Some of them are, a lot of them are so smart and they have great creative ideas for business. They just need a right team around them. So once we help you start giving them tools and a framework, now they start to have hope again versus feeling despair. And now we could start shifting their identity before the sport ends. We could start giving them tools to find identity now versus later. And they make the transition smoother. You can, to our, to our friend that's listening to our conversation right now, uh, as of when we're recording this, it looks like the art of bouncing back is on pre-order. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And and when any approximate date on when that's available? February 28th, it comes out, hits bookstores. So February is around the corner and you could pick that up at bookstores or on coachstar.com or even on Amazon. And you could pre-order it now and reserve your copy because as of right now, there's probably about 10,000 copies that will be published and let's hope that there's more, but get your copy now to make sure that you get a hold of it. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, so again, uh, you know, I, I like how you've kind of broken this down. It's on your website, coachdar.com. Um, but, you know, kind of broken up into, you know, this introspect, innovate, yes. inspire. Uh, what is the transformation that, that, that takes place uh, from somebody who reads the book? What will happen is you'll find mental strength that you'll gain, you'll have tools. And so what feels like something so devastating 
when you read this and you gain the tools will become easier to handle. An example of this is that I had given the manuscript to someone. They were having a really, really challenging day, mental health wise. They took the book, the manuscript that I gave them before it was released. They sat down and they read it cover to cover. And her exact words were, once I finished this, I went from feeling a moment of despair to now ability to move forward and create some momentum. I felt like I had tools. I felt like someone met me where I was and then gave me the actual tools to be able to get back up, rise up again, regain confidence, have the ability to know how to move forward again. And that's what happens when, when you are going through tough times, you just, like I said, think it's, there's just no way out. And then someone, I wrote the book exactly how I coach everyone that I work with on how to bounce back. So it's like, I'm coming alongside you. Try step one, try this now, go ahead, journalist, write this, think about this. Here's an example of how it worked with an athlete or a CEO. Try this next. And as you go through it, by the time you get to the end, you're going, okay, I've mm. set up this, 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 and now I could turn the page and move forward. Mm. Awesome. Love it. I'm going to get it. Thank you, Josh. (laughs) It's one of those things I think everyone will not only find practical, but also if you know someone, it's a good book to to give to someone if you know someone's going through Uh, something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Darlene Santor, aka Coach Dar, your website, coachdar.com. When somebody goes there, what should they click on? What do they do? Coachdar.com. When you go there, you'll see new book pre-order now, click on that and it'll get you right to the link in order to get the book and even learn more about stay connected with me on social media as well. Awesome. All right, Coach Star, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Really, really enjoyed our conversation. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.